0: That's swipe spelled with the Y or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day. Hey, this is Jesse Cant with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Listen here, this is part number two of the big takeover. Those of you who have heard part number one, I told you I was rolling right on to part number two, so I don't have time to waste. Let's get into this thing and talk more about our Destiny series. Yeah, man, let's go. Man of Will- To the podcast, to the podcast, to the podcast, to the podcast. Jesse Canty, pursuing my destiny, pursuing my destiny. tell me, how bad do you want it? Hey, 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 hey! This is episode number seventy-four. Uh, of uh, uh, How Bad Do You Want It? And it's entitled The Big Takeover, Part Number Two. Listen here, we're going to continue. I'm still going back to back with this thing. I want to roll into it. It won't be as long as the other one, I probably, but I want to keep going in that same vein. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, I need you. We need you, God. Have your way, Father. Lead me and guide me, God. Let me say what you need to, me to say, and don't say what I don't need to say. Help me be led by the Spirit. That's what I'm trying to say. You get all the praise and glory in Jesus. By the name I pray. Somebody say amen. Yeah, man. So this is the big takeover. I ended the big takeover part number one, talking about how my wife and I was in the uh, restaurant just yesterday. And there was another episode of showing you how the spirit of God would lead us. And building up on that same thing, just showing you that prime illustration is I listened to the, I, you know, I realize I'm not bragging because I don't get everything right, but there has been times where I heard the spirit speak to me. And I did not obey. There has been times I heard the Spirit speak to me, and I did obey. Both of them came with consequences and repercussions. When I did do uh, uh, obey God, I saw God move in a spectacular manner that almost just shocked me and blew me off my feet figuratively. Because I saw God' will being done through my life. And I said, man, that's the kind of life I want to have where it makes it so much easier when you know you was in the right place at the right time to receive your breakthrough and your blessing. It is through moment by moment, allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. And he's, he's shifting you from different moments. You could go to the grocery store. Now, watch this. I'm going to give you another illustration. You could, I can show you all kind of real illustration, but I want to just leave it generic this morning that way. You could be on your way to the grocery store. And all of a sudden, when you're on your way to the grocery store, you know you normally go to this grocery store and get what you need to get. But for some reason, instead of going to the local neighborhood grocery store, you're being led to go to Walmart, which you don't like going in Walmart. But for some reason, you won't. You you feeling led or he's giving you a mind to go to Walmart. Let me tell you something. This is how you are sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. How do you do this and recognize it without it becoming a mental disturbance for you? Because if you're oversensitive on this, it can be you leading you. My mama them taught me something that was so true, they says, "Jessie, I said, Mom, how do you know between God leading and your leading? She said, Well, if some idea came to you and it's an unction or just, uh, oh, I think I want to do this. Make sure number one that you didn't put any mind in this. You didn't give a lot of attention to it. Number two, throw it or push it away. Say, I, I go ahead and go on the food line or the food line is my local grocery store. I go and go to the grocery store here like I normally would go, push it away from you, and and, and go back to doing what you normally do, but be spirit-minded, give God glory, God, you lead me and guide me, and then see if it comes back in the same unction, same manner, or if not stronger. When you start to see that it's coming back and you haven't said anything out your mouth much because you don't want the, the enemy to hear you, you want to be led by God. When you start seeing that God keeps bringing you things that you cannot shake, and you know it's not you on your own conjuring it up, maybe it's the Holy Spirit. That's the time you listen and say, I believe God is trying to lead me. This is how you are tipped off in your destiny. My, My beloved, I'm showing you something right now that is so vital about reaching your destiny. You have to have that compass. You have to have that G uh, the inner, uh, uh GPS center, uh, system or spirit inside of yours inside of you. Oh man, global positioning system, I believe. GPS. I believe that's what that means. If it's not you can look it up and correct me. That's one of the few times you're gonna correct me. But anyhow, it's the global so in other words, God can lead you globally. Not only globally as far as geographically, he can lead you whether you're on uh, in the Americas or where you're over in Africa or wherever it is. Whatever continent you own, he can lead you and guide you, but also spiritually globally. No matter what I'm doing, I, I remember this right here, and, and, and ministers are going to understand what I'm saying. Uh, I think it was either the Lord, I think it was the Lord that spoke this to me. If it wasn't the Lord, it probably was Bishop Jakes. But I thought I remember the Lord speaking this to me. However, this is what I remember hearing that that the, the if you can understand the concept of talking to people while you're listening to God speak in your spirit, then you can be an effective minister. You can talk to anybody, because what true ministry is. It's not just talking about what you know, but it's also hearing him speak while you talk to other people. It is a craft that most people cannot do or it's difficult to do. But once you learn how to hear him as you talk to them and literally he give you the next words, soon as you get them out your mouth, what he gave you beforehand. Now you can know how to preach because you're led by the spirit of God. The same way you trust in God and he leading you to every word you must say and what he don't give you, you learn the sensitivity. It took me a while to, as a minister, not so much to hear him speak, to, but to know how to shut up when he's not speaking. It took me a while to learn that. and I'm not still not perfect with it now. Because sometimes when God has not said nothing, we go on and on. And that's the time we start backing down. We start trying to compromise. Or we start adding our thoughts into what God said. And we really need to shut up and say what he says and leave it at that. So you want to be spiritually led by God. Also, uh, and how you're led by God is by by being filled with the Holy Spirit. As I talked about how God led me and guided me to give to that woman. And I wasn't going to force it. I would have kept my mouth my money. about It It was like $140 difference when I got through. I mean, I'm going to tell you this part too. So I got her ticket, which was about 70 And then when I went to go pay for it, my wife didn't see this because she was talking to the lady. It was a little older lady there. And I towered over her. And I looked down and saw her ticket in her MasterCard with her hand. I felt the unction. I said, can I have your ticket? She said, you sure? I said, yes, ma'am. Can I have your ticket? And I took it. This is not showing no fanfare. I'm just showing you this for the glory of God. She said, sir, she said, you don't know. And I'm going to say it word for word. God had been sending me angel. You are the fourth angel in the past couple months. She said, you have no clue what I've been through. We sitting there waiting in line. She said, I lost my son from a drunk driving accident in, in February. She said, then I lost my husband. Older, older lady. She said, I lost my husband of many years together. Two months later, she said, for the past four months, God had been sending me angels, and I know he just sent you. My heart fluttered. My spirit man was enlightened. Heart was touched too. And I said, well, thank you. Glory be unto God. Not me. All the glory go to God because he led me to do this for you. Paid for the tickets and did not even think about it. I don't care if it was raised up, if it had rung up $1,000. I really don't care because I knew, I knew that the Spirit was leading me. If you want to reach your destiny, I'm telling you, beloved, grow in a real relationship with God and that which is the Holy Spirit so you can become sensitive what are you going to do when the Holy Spirit leads you to do something that's monumental and you have to be committed to it? For some of you, he may say, give $10. For some of you, he may say, give $1,000 or $100. But for some of us, he may say, give $100,000. I don't have $100,000 just to donate like that right now, but I believe God for it. That's why I put my mouth into it. I don't say that because I want the money in the world. Nope, I say that because I believe to whom much is given, much more is required. And I understand why he made me Joseph and he can bless me because it's for me to be able to be a blessing to some brother or sister for their posterity and for the glory of God. When you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, Ephesians 4.30 says, don't grieve him. He says, by whom you were sealed until the day of the redemption, our disobedience can grieve the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit can be quenched. The word quench means extinguish. The Bible says in Thessalonians 5.19, don't quench the Holy Spirit. So there's two things you don't want to do: don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't cause him sadness. If I remember my my correctness, uh, my 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 remembering uh, off of the Hebrew or Greek word for grieving, don't call him sadness and disappointment or shame when he's leading you. I don't like that person, Lord. I ain't there yet. I, I hate when the church do this stuff. You know what I mean, So the church. I'm not talking about the building. But us as people, God, we like to say, "Pray for me." I ain't there yet, and let me not be. And I always respond, as Jesse, you ain't gonna be there with a spirit like that. It's one thing for us not to not to dot every i and cross every t, but don't be bold and brash about it. Listen, I am failing God in this area, and I need your prayers because God is not. I mean, this disobedience and grieving the Holy Spirit is not a joke. And God don't laugh at it because you ain't there yet. You don't want to be like that. You want to be grieving over and say, I need to grow to that level. And I do realize I'm not there yet, but I know I need to be. So you don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit and you don't want to quench them. Don't extinguish the fire. Not just the fire to speak in tongues. Not just the fire to get your dance on and then and, and, The whole church and all, let me pick on myself. Not just the fire, the preaching. That's how shut up and have a time in there, boy. And God's service was bananas. God never showed up. God don't show up to make your church service bananas. We're not gorillas. He shows up to make a deposit and a confirmation or affirmation unto what he have told you to do or going to tell you to do. The Lord don't waste Sundays and give you good church. He's there so He can tune your spirit like a radio station. What bring your frequency onto His frequency, so that that embodiment or that empowering of the Holy Spirit wasn't just to make you do a cut step and say He's good and sit down and say, "Ooh, child," no. That embodiment and that touching that you felt. Was really to draw, and I'm. Mean, There's nothing wrong with us reacting those ways, but that's not why he came upon you. He came so you can be super sensitive to that's him leading you. Do you feel it? Do you hear it? Do you know the word? Can you can you sense me upon you in this hot, powerful service? I want you to be aware of my presence. Because the feeling that you feel and the hearing that you hear now is going to slightly come upon you when you need to make decisions. When you need to make major destiny decisions, you don't have to call the pastor. You don't have to dial on your speed dial the prophet because you have become aware and have a relationship with the Holy Spirit that lives and uh, resides inside of you. He lives in you for a reason. It is the one that you should talk to before you talk to anybody else. I'm going to go deeper. You should talk to the Holy Spirit and commune with him before you ask for confirmation from your pastor, from your spiritual mentor. It is designed for us to have. Now, if you're young and you don't yet know his spirit, then Eli go to Samuel and say, have you called me? You can do that, but even a mature leader going to say, okay, I sense that God is trying to speak to you, so let me get out of his way so you can hear, know what he's saying to you because there's going to come a time that you need to hear God speak to you without me in the way. He's going to tip off your destiny to you. He's not going to let you live your life of destiny through the mouth of a prophet. He will give you prophetic word that most of the time when you're in this vein, it will be confirmation to what he spoke to you. But he wants to build the relationship with you instead of you having the mindset, that's why I stay in church so I can hear God. He wants you to hear him in church. He wants you to hear him out of church. But don't quench him. The fire that's leading you and burning incitement within you and giving you the passion to do what God tells you to do. Don't get in your flesh and extinguish it. You can extinguish the Holy Spirit. Another thing that hinders you from hearing or being led by the Holy Spirit is sin. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is a continuous activity. And in fact, we are commanded to be filled with the Holy Spirit in Ephesians 5.18. Instead of being filled with anything else, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Only our obedience to God allows His spirit freedom to work with from within us but galatians five sixteen and seven says, "But I say, walk in the spirit, and you will not fulfill or gratify the lust the desires of the flesh. Your flesh desire to lead you." Don't bless this person because you don't like him. Most of the time when the spirit speaks to you, he tells you to do stuff that you really don't want to do. If Larry is your homeboy and you love Larry, Larry don't give you a lot of money, man. Hey, Larry is your dog. And then I'll say, you know what? I think the Lord. let me to give Larry hundred dollars. That could be God. But also that could be God at that level you at now. Because God going to turn around and get Bobby that you don't like, never liked them from the sandbox, never liked them from grade three. Y'all fell out in the cafeteria in five, grade five. You get my point I'm making. You really don't like Bobby. And then the Lord can tell you to go apologize to Bobby. Go tell Bobby you love him or go give Bobby Bobby $100. Oh, that ain't God. That's the devil. No, that's how the Lord is going to lead you. Sometimes you can know a shortcut and the Lord will lead you a longer way. So, no, I don't want you to do it this way over here. I don't want you to do it as the Gentiles would do it. I'm leading you. I'm going to take you this way. It's going to be a longer route. You ain't trying to find, you ain't trying to kiss up and find somebody who's popular and they're going up and you're going to ride their coattails. You know how much of the church do that? And I always I often talk about my own situation where I had people who ignored me, relatives who ignored me. When I try to speak to them in Walmart and stuff, they threw their hand up like, Who, why are you speaking to me? And then all of a sudden, when years later on, when some things be manifested and your finances done went to another level, your notoriety done went to another level, you know, been on a few TV shows and other little stuff going on, TV interviews and different things going on, all of a sudden when you see them again, hey there, how you doing? You got to recognize when people withdraw themselves to you because you look like you're going up. Make sure that you're not fighting against the Holy Spirit and you're withdrawing yourself when God is leading you because it don't look like it's going to amount to anything. It may not be your favorite person. He says, walk in the Spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh or the lust of the flesh are against the Spirit and the desires of the Spirit is against the flesh for these are opposed or contrary to one another to keep you from doing the thing that you want to do. God will not let your flesh agree with your spirit. You have to overcome that. That's Bible right there. You have to overcome that desire to do what you want to do and begin to do what the Lord leads you to do. So it's through step-by-step procedures where you allow God to slowly take over. The Bible also will call it from faith to faith, glory to glory, step-by-step, moment-by-moment, occasion-by-occasion. You are being led by the Spirit, and yes, you will make some mistakes. As you make those mistakes, become aware and proudful and say, Lord, I missed it. I remember a decision that I made business-wise. I feel, looking back at it, and my wife and I feel the same way, that I made a bad decision. And I honestly thought I was walking in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I talked about that on the last episode, episode before that, 71, I believe. And I was being led by God. I thought I was being led by God on it, and I missed it. So I took that back to God, and God never let me. He got to begin to reveal to me, you. You came to me with an already made up mind. You can't ask God to lead you and guide you when you already have a mind made up. You already to make your mind up, child. I ain't taking that job, child. I'm doing this and that, and then when you go try to hear from God, He says something differently. So you want to know how to reach your destiny? The way you reach your destiny is by allowing the Holy Spirit to have a big takeover help you to slowly die to your will. You can become aware when you are grieving your spirit. You can love, fall in love so deeply with God where you can sense it within your spirit, man, that now you have went a little too far and you need to back off. You need to repent, etc. different things. So these are the things that I wanted to talk about concerning the big takeover. And, and, and I really want to just, just just shout it out to you and let you know, don't don't be discouraged. Examine it so it's going to be a relationship where you're going to miss it at times. The worst thing you can do is miss it and don't own up to it. If you missed it, I'm going to tell you something. I'm a firm person, man. A lot of people don't like me because they say, man, he makes decision and move on like he know what he's doing. But the minute God revealed to me or he used someone that just you missed that decision now. You messed that one up. I'm going to admit it and I'm going to move on because it's also maturity when you can admit where you're at in life and where you missed it in life and you can be led by God. All right, this is the at the end of this episode. I hope this thing was talk a little bit more deeper for you where you can understand that God wants to lead you and guide you. Listen to the Holy Spirit speak to you. And the place, place that you start, as I end this, this, this part here, where do you start? You'll start by allowing God to lead you and guide you on some things that he will shift to your way now. He may tell you to stop smoking. He may tell you to start tithing. He may tell you different things. Be obedient to God. Disobedience will cause you to miss your blessing. Your greatest breakthrough. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Allow God to come into your life and begin to take over. So I can hear what he speaks. And it's a wonderful feeling to be at the place where you're supposed to be when God is ready to reveal the next step or the next assignment on your life. You'll be so excited and want to be led by God even the more because you know it was not you, it was him. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this awesome word that you've given me. I pray that it was applicable to the believer God if anything I've forgotten God let it come back whether it's through uh, uh, whoever it is father or the prophet let it come back God and put them in remembrance of what was spoken I give you praise honor and glory right now Lord thanking you for giving me the subject father to speak on and continue to lead me and guide me as you are pleased in Jesus name I pray amen listen I know that I love you y'all have a blessed day in the Lord Hey, this is Jesse Cantor, man. I wanted to just say before you listen to this podcast, thank you for taking the time to download this podcast. Listen, I need your help. If this podcast has ever been a blessing to you, drop me an email. Let me know. Give me some feedback. This podcast is heard and over 59, over 60 countries, and over 860 cities. Drop me an email at Canty J-E-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y, podcast at yahoo.com. I want you to let me know how it's been a blessing to you. Maybe you want to donate. If you've been blessed by this thing, you can donate at uh, Jesse e. Canty on cash app, or even Zelle me, or at least pray for me. Do something to help a brother out. I want to tell you thank you again, and I hope this episode bless you.